the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Yes, it is true. I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Why do we call it Like It Matters Radio? Because it's radio, like it matters. And we have three outcomes, inspiration, education, and application. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I found one of my favorite words, and we've actually titled today's show that favorite word and that word is cockwomble what yep i'm allowed to say it on the air yeah i know i know i'm allowed to say it on the air let me say it again cockwomble see nobody's buzzing me no one's beeping me no one's deleting out there i can say cockwomble all i want because it's a real word real word as a matter of fact uh i was uh where was it facebook or something and uh actually i saw just someone's post and it had this word, but it just didn't have the word. It had the word with a picture of Dr. Fauci, because he's a real cockwomble. And what it did <gasps> is they put his face and the word and the definition. So let me give you the definition. Cockwomble, a person, usually male, prone to making outrageously stupid statements and or inappropriate behavior while generally having a very high opinion of his own wisdom and importance. Thanks, brother. Um, yeah, it could also be called a foolish or obnoxious person. Uh, as I was looking through the study words, I probably spent about 30 minutes a day uh, going on this word in tangibles. Uh, and uh, in the English dictionary, the British dictionary, was cool because in that same list they uh, had this word cockalorum, cockalorum. And uh, it's incredible. It's a self-important little man. <laughs> right on. So I wasn't quite sure if uh, Anthony Fauci was a cockwomble or a cockalorum. He's got but, tremendous moxie for his size. And it, it, yeah, I know, I know. Little guy. I, I am a little guy too. I'm only five seven, but uh, two fifty. So I look a lot bigger because I'm a little short guy. I, I always call myself a nut. You know, nuts a nutrient-dense little piece of uh, food, and uh, there's a lot of nutrients in that little nut. And trust me, I've been on this planet 55 years, and one thing I learned about me and other people, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. <laughs> okay, that's my dry humor, uh, and I'll move on from that. But today we're going to talk about it because one thing I do not want to do today is I do not want to be a cockwomble. So that's the whole purpose 
of that word of the day, although I just love words, and it's always good to expand the horizons. It's always good to increase your vocabulary because we have a decreasing vocabulary just like we have a decreasing intellect, just like we have a decreasing thought process. A decre- it's all decreasing. Why? Uh, because atrophy. If you don't use it, you lose it, right? And remember, our brain is the only organ in our body that never has to deteriorate. And you can look that up in uh, Mozart's Brain and the Fighter Pilot is the book. Uh, I think it's Dr. Uh, Restack is the author, uh, and he shows the data for that. Your brain, my brain, the human brain has unlimited plasticity. It never has to grow old. Again, your heart has so many beats. Uh, your lungs have so many breaths. Uh, your kidneys and livers have so many filterings. Uh, and then they go kaput because the outer body's wearing away, right? The outer body's wearing away. But your mind never, never has to deteriorate. That's why 2 Timothy 1 7 is so important. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but, remember, but negates everything before it, but of power and of love, and the last part, so important, of a sound mind, because the battle is in the mind. That's what you got to realize. And we always talk about the canary in the minefield, you know, the canary in the minefield. And so part of my show, I don't want to just inspire you. I just don't want to help you be a better person today than you were yesterday. Yes, I want to do those two things, but I also want to educate you, because knowledge is power. And the proper application of the proper knowledge changes lives, changes outcomes, changes the world. And that is my outcome for this show. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think like I think. You don't have to agree with what I say. But each of us, and this is from God himself, said to always be prepared to give a reason for the hope that you have. Always be prepared to give a reason for why you believe what you believe. I was in the book of Acts Day, chapter 7, and where uh, you know, Stephen, the first martyr, you know, laid out when he was uh, accused, falsely accused, and uh, they stand before the magistrate, and he says, so this is the charge against you. Well, what do you say? And he went into the total history of the Jewish people. Uh, just fascinating, 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 uh, because knowledge is power, and the right knowledge used at the right time changes destinations, changes lives, it changes eternities, it changes the world. And so I always talk about the canary in the minefield, because ladies and gentlemen, we're beyond the canary in the coal mine. That's what it is, it's a coal mine, not a minefield. (laughs) So on this day in 1986, this is from Smithsonian Magazine, December 30th. So on this day in 1986, a mining tradition dating back to 1911 ended. The use of canaries in coal mines to detect carbon monoxide and other toxic gases before they hurt humans. New plans from the government declared that the electronic nose, a detector with a digital reading, would replace the birds, according to the BBC. Although ending the use of the birds to detect deadly gas was more humane, miners' feelings were mixed. They are so ingrained in the culture, miners report whistling to the birds and coaxing them as they work. You know, they were treating them like pets. They were companionship as well, not just safety devices. At the time, it was the latest of many changes in the British mining industry, which was a source of great strife in the country through the 1980s. Pit ponies, the other animals that went underground with human miners to haul coal, were also phased out by automation. 
The last of them retired in 1999, wrote Claire Garner for The Independent. Now, this is interesting. The idea of using canaries is canaries in mine uh, coal mines is credited to Scott um, John Scott Haldane, Haldane, known to some as, quote, the father of oxygen therapy. His research on carbon monoxide led him to recommend using the birds, writes Esther Inglis Arkell for Gizmodo. He suggested using a sentinel species, an animal more sensitive to the colorless, odorless carbon monoxide and other poisonous gases than humans. If the animal became ill or died, that would give miners a warning to evacuate. Why was a canary Haldane's suggested solution? Canaries, like other birds, are good early detectors of carbon monoxide because they're vulnerable to airborne poisons, Inglis Arkell writes, because they need such immense quantities of oxygen to enable them to fly and fly to heights that would make people altitude sick. There are allows them to get a dose of oxygen when they inhale and another when they exhale. Wow, that's incredible. By holding air in extra sacks, he writes, relative to mice or other easily transportable animals that could have been carried in by the miners, they get a double dose of air and any poisons the air might contain so miners would get an earlier warning. That's just fascinating. And so why do I bring this up? Because we got miners dropping all around us. In other words, we missed the canary in the minefield. Not a joke. And I'm going to go after the break for the rest of the show. I'm going to go into what I'm talking about. Let's be honest. If you watch the news today, you've got to ask yourself, where am I? Whose country am I in? Who am I supposed to be? We're in an identity crisis, not just as a country, as a people, as fathers and mothers as families, as children of God. So you want to stay tuned to Like It Matters Radio Day because I'm not going to be a cockwomble. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be right back. I said you're finished. Get out. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. 
Catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Lesmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. The crisis is only deepening. Joe Biden saw this coming. It's not getting better, it's deepening. That's enough. Put down the mic. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today's show title is Cockwomble. Cockwomble, because that's one thing I don't want to be. Uh, I, I, You can call me a lot of things, uh, but one thing I do not want to be is a cockwomble. Because uh, Dr. Fauci's a cockwomble. I would say Joe Biden's a cockwomble. Um, a lot of people I don't like and don't look up to and don't think are very good for what we're doing and where we are are cockwombles. Makes you embarrassed, and if you don't it? know what a cockwomble is, yeah, it does make me embarrassed. And by the way, there's another cockwomble right there. <laughs> Just Not John. It's the guy that John put on there. It's uh, Barack Obama. Uh, and if you don't, you want to know why I keep saying cockwomble, because it's a fun word to say, because some of you don't know what it means, and you think I'm saying something that I could get in trouble with the FEC. Just to let you know, I'm covered. John's got me covered. If it was a bad word, John wouldn't let me say it. He'd beat me. He'd say, Black, what are you doing? You can't use that word. The FEC was going to find us. Button. So... That wrong button. That's right. He should have done that, right? <laughs> a cockwomble is a person, usually male, and again, if you look at the word, you understand why, usually male, prone to making outrageously stupid statements and or inappropriate behavior while generally having a very high opinion of his own wisdom and importance. You see, Fauci, Biden, Obama, and if you really knew me, there's no way uh, you would be able to consider me a cockwomble. Uh, because uh, I know one thing, that my opinion is just that, an opinion. And I always tell people, you can take my opinion and go to 7-Eleven, go to Come and Go, whatever little convenience stores you have, right? And you take my opinion in there and you get a small cup of coffee, you better have at least a dollar with you as well. 
because the only value anybody's opinion has is what someone's willing to pay for it and to accept it. And so I'm not interested in you agreeing with my opinion. What I do is I give you factual data to base how I came to this conclusion. It is logical. Uh, it is linear. Uh, it is backed up. Now, it doesn't mean I'm always correct. Remember, omniscience is God's job. Omniscience is perfect knowledge. And no, no human being has it. I always tell people, you know, want to figure God out and they can't figure God out. I'd say, listen, how do you take the, uh, Dasan- how do you take the Pacific Ocean and put it in a Dasani water bottle? How do you take the infinite knowledge of an eternal God and put it in a finite building called the human brain? It's impossible. So omniscience, by definition, means perfect knowledge, all-knowing, technically, the definition of all-knowing, which would equate to perfect knowledge. So I always tell people there are a lot of things that God can't do. Did you hear me? Yeah, I said that. A lot of things that God can't do by his own, um, who he is, his own self-definition. God cannot lie. God cannot break his promise. Uh, And God cannot learn. Isn't that interesting? And so all you that think you've disappointed God, Put this one on. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. You can't disappoint God. You know why? Because before you were, God knew it all. Before you had your first day, God already has your last day scripted out. So you wear those two and three masks. You put a, a thing of baloney over your face so that nothing gets in. You distance and separate yourself from everybody you ever know. Even Sarah Palin now, you know, they've all got COVID over there. So now you got to wear your mask. And her son, Trig, who's Down syndrome baby, she says in the article, he's the most uh, adamant. He wears a mask everywhere. He loves wearing a mask. He's my mask guy. And he's got it. And so it's curious that he never, he goes everywhere. He never goes without a mask. And yet he's got it because masks don't make a difference. That's why. And in her article, she didn't get that. That's what I'm saying. There's so many cockwombles out there. And by the way, it doesn't have to be a man. Trust me. I would say uh, Nancy Pelosi's a cockwomble, too. And she might be a man, too. I'm not sure. But I think she's a woman. And so you got to realize that we got to be careful because we don't have all knowledge. But what I want to do on this radio show is help you process. Help you process. So first of all, you got to realize that leadership's a loop. Okay? I talk about this. you got to get where I'm going with this. Permission, example, culture. Now, think about it. We give people permission through our actions, right? Now, I grew up in the house of a hypocrite. And you know the motto of a hypocrite, right? Don't do as I, say, uh, don't do, as I do, do as I say, right? There's one set of rules for everybody else and one set of rules for themselves. Our politicians are that way, right? You saw that with the Democrats. They want the, the mask police. They want everybody to wear a mask and can't do this, can't do that. But they get to. They can go on their boats, you know, Gretchen in, in Michigan, uh, Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco. She can get her hair done uh, without a mask on, but none of you little pledges can. None of you, the poor people, none of you, you know, she's the ruling elite. She has one set of rules for her and one set of rules for you. You know, that's what we're used to. Those are hypocrites. But if you're not a hypocrite, then our actions give people permission. So be careful, little eyes, what you see, right? That's what you got to realize, parents. Your kids are watching you. And are they watching you and seeing your words and your actions say the same thing? Because you give them permission. Then the E is example. Because when I'm talking about the leadership loop, I'm talking about flexing your pecs, P-E-C. So first is permission. Then it's example. A picture's worth a thousand words. People don't need another sermon. 
as I say, go to oneplace.com. Um, you know, Salem did a great website there. You can find 50, 100 great pastors and their daily sermons. You can get 500 sermons on oneplace.com. You have to never go without the Word of God with oneplace.com. Yeah, you guys can pay me later, John. Oneplace.com, oneplace.com. <laughs> right? People don't need a sermon. What they need is an example. A picture's worth a thousand words. We speak roughly 120, 150 words per minute. One picture is the equivalent of six to eight minutes of nonstop dialogue. What you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to hear a word you're saying. Put that on. What you're doing speaks so loudly that people don't need to hear a word that you're saying. And then it brings us to culture. The C in PEX. P-E-C, permission, example, culture. Now, culture is not a Petri dish. Culture, I'm not talking about yogurt. Culture, I'm not talking about the band, the Culture Club, some cool music in the 80s. Nope. Culture is a series of repeated uh, activities, acceptable norms, acceptable behaviors, right? Think about this. America is a totally different place than the 80s, and I don't think it's better. I think it's far worse. Why are we different? Because of what we believe, because of what behaviors and patterns of behavior are acceptable today, right? And this is where we get the canary in the minefield, and I'm uh, in the coal mine. I keep wanting to call it minefield, in the coal mine. And here's the problem. I believe the canaries have already been dead for a while. And now we're just realizing that the miners are starting to drop. So let me give you an example. This was uh, from the book called Standing Tall by Steve Farrer. And it says this, quote, You remember the lowest common denominator, don't you? It's the single most important principle to successfully working fractions. It is also very effective in working fractures. Isn't that great? Fractured children, fractured families, fractured nations. I believe that if you look at every major pressing social issue in this country, whether it's teenage pregnancy, child abuse, drive-by shootings, teenage suicide, or the divorce rate, and reduce each of these problems to its lowest common denominator, you will find in each case the same root cause, lack of male leadership. Now, I believe this book was written in the 90s, just so you know. It's called Standing Tall by Steve Farrar written in the 90s. So he says, the root cause of most of the issues facing America then, 20-some years ago, maybe 30 years ago, was the lack of male leadership. He says, with every major social problem in America, somewhere in some way a father has failed to give leadership to his family. That's the root cause of every pressing social issue in this country. The deterioration of our culture has accelerated dramatically because fathers who are willing to lead are in the minority. And that's the lowest common denominator. Now, again, this was written 20 to 30 years ago. But then he goes back further. And he actually quotes uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan. Remember, he was a senator, I think, from Washington or something. And he observed this fact in 1965 uh, after government research and survey. Here's what Daniel Patrick Moynihan said. And we're talking again almost 60 years ago. Okay? This back then was the canary in the coal mine, but no one heeded the warning. And here's what it said. From the wild Irish slums of the 19th century, eastern seaboard, to the riot-torn suburbs of L.A., there is one unmistakable lesson in American history. A community that allows a large number of young men, 
in parentheses, and women, to grow up in broken families dominated by women, never acquiring any stable relationship to male authority, never acquiring any set of rational expectations about the future. That community asks for and gets chaos. Chaos. Look around. Chaos. We got troops in the streets blocking off Washington, D.C. You can't go places without... Uh, someone's permission anymore. You can't go in without wearing a mask. Uh, if, if you're white now, you're automatically a racist. Uh, if you don't agree with uh, with people torching buildings and torching cities and killing people because they were mistreated 400 years ago, then there's something wrong with you. Now, if you're a white conservative Christian, if you do those same things, uh, you're um, a, a seditionist. You're wanting to bring down the country. Right? Talk about chaos. One group of people does something, it's okay, but another people group of people do something, and it's sedition. Now, some of you got to wake up. Even if you agree with that other side, you got to look at what's going on because we're way beyond a canary in a coal mine. Chaos. That word accurately describes what is coming in our country because of the breakdown of male leadership. When authority breaks down first in the home and then consequently in the nation, chaos is the inevitable and frightening result. Again, this was written 30 years ago. How about this one? In 1962. Right? We'll go. Actually, we'll go. I didn't know we were at break. I didn't hear this. Break time. It's break time. So after the break, we're going to pick this up, but I'm going to go back to the 60s and show you another canary in the coal mine. I am Mr. Black. Today, I'm working hard at not being a cockwomble. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Think about it. Black and Hispanic students in Mississippi perform better in reading and math than black and Hispanic students in Minnesota. And Mississippi spends thousands of dollars less per student than Minnesota. Mississippi spends less money, gets better results, and their achievement gaps are closing, while ours are getting worse. Think about it. It's time for real education reform so Minnesota can catch up to Mississippi. Think About It is brought to you by Center of the American Experiment, Minnesota's think tank. Now's the time to start thinking about your spring home improvement projects. Sandow Construction can give your home curb appeal with new siding. Sandow Construction is celebrating 30 years with a special offer. No interest on your project if paid in full within 18 months. Minimum $5,000 purchase. Visit SandowInc.com for details. That's S-A-N-D-A-U-Inc.com. Call 888-534-6898 for details about credit costs and terms. For new accounts, the APR for purchase is 28.99% subject to credit approval. 
This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. The crisis is only deepening. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! I know when to go out. I know when to stay in. Oh yeah, little David Bowie and Mr. Black. Man, it doesn't get much better than that. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. And I'm working really hard not to be a cockwomble. That is what we're talking about today. It's not about my opinion. It's not that I'm so much smarter than everybody else. I just want you to lay out a case to tell you that we're beyond the canary in the coal mine. Canary in the coal mine is a mining tradition dating back to 1911, and it ended uh, December 30th, 1986. And the idea of using canaries in a coal mine is credited to John Scott Haldane, known to some as the father of auction therapy. His research on carbon monoxide led him to recommend using the birds, right? See why? He suggested using a sentinel species, an animal more sensitive to the colorless, odorless carbon monoxide and other poisonous gases that humans are affected by. If the animal became ill or died, that would give miners a warning to evacuate. And I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, we missed the warnings a long time ago. Uh, And now... We got miners dropping, and we can't get out of the coal mine. But let me tell you, take it back to the Supreme Court, 1962. 1962, uh, boy, we uh, we started the coal miners lost their canaries. Because in 1962, I think the date, let me see if I got it right here, uh, June 25th, 1962, the United States Supreme Court decided in Engel versus Vital that prayer was no longer allowable in schools. For the longest time, there was a Bible that was the main school book. Uh, every class started with prayer. And eventually, they got rid of the Pledge of Allegiance, too. We used to do the Pledge of Allegiance when I was a little kid. We started every morning. But people were offended by it. They talked about God. We kicked God out of the country. We, can't, we didn't want to mandate people have to pledge allegiance to America. They're just here for the free stuff. I'm not here for all the other stuff. I'm just here for the free stuff. Just sign me up for welfare. Just give me my little, just mail me my voting, my little vote by ballot so that someone can come by and pick it up and pay me money and they can cast it how they see fit. That's all we're here for. 1962, prayer was removed from schools. 1963, since we're at it, let's go ahead and get rid of the Bible too. 1973, Roe versus Wade, where the Supreme Court found a hidden hidden right right in there. Who would have thought that the founding fathers 
uh, who in 1776 would consider abortion an abomination, would actually put in the right to abort a child. Isn't that amazing? Complicated. Boy, we thought we knew the founding fathers. Complicated. Yeah, oh, so complicated, Joe. Yeah, you little cockwomble, right? (laughs) So those are the canaries in the minefield. You know, Sam Adams that said if the public are bound to yield obedience to laws to which they cannot give their approbation, that means approval, they are slaves to those who make such laws and enforce them. Samuel Adams, the founding fathers, gave us many canaries in the coal mine, but we didn't listen. Dr. King, again, going back 60 years, said returning hate for hate multiplies hate, adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars. He said darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Einstein said you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And God said sins of the father go three and four generations. And what I'm telling you is that is not a curse, a generational curse. I know it sounds like it. But what God's saying is the sins of the father create an environment that cause their children to pay a huge price. That's what it means. I just told you what those sins were. 1962, kicked prayer out of school. 1963, kicked the Bible out of school. 1973, open the door that if your sex created a child and you don't want to be burdened with that, you just kill that child. We started kicking men out of families in the 60s. Welfare system taught young black women that they could make a lot more money without a baby daddy in the house. And even these fathers who wanted to take care of their children, who wanted to provide, they couldn't find jobs in these cities that are, uh, it is racial programmings in there. But those are run by Democrats. Those are run by black Democrats, a lot of them leaders. Because their people are nothing more than power to them. Remember, they're just votes. And we just gather up everybody's mailed-in voting, right, votes. And then they have them. That person has all the power. There is systematic racism. Systemic. All you got to look at, look at Detroit. Look at the inner cities that have been run by Democrats for decades, for centuries. Broken schools. And they don't allow school choice, but they send their kids to the school of their choice. It's the ultimate hypocrisy. So why does it matter? Because look around us. Look around what's going on. Even the church is broken. Pastor's wife says he was shot and killed by intruder, but police unravel a bizarre threesome tryst that allegedly led to the murder. Police say the pastor was killed by another man with his own gun who was having sex with his wife. This was March 26, 2021. It's in uh, Oklahoma, right? Uh, Ada, Oklahoma. Christy Darnell Evans, 47, the the wife of Pastor David Charles Evans. No, by the way, how did they meet this guy? Well, the three of them had threesomes. So here's this pastor out there having sex with another man with his wife. So look at the church, right? How about uh, Hillsong Church, right? Hillsong Church. Claim that disgraced pastor Carl Lentz had more than one affair, according to alleged audio recording obtained by Page Six. 
The leak audio allegedly reported recorded a conversation between Hillsong Church Global Senior Pastor Brian Huster and church leaders and donors, and they found out that they're running a sweatshop, and people are just celebrities going out there having sex with people. So look at the church. Look at the church. Today I found out black pastors in Georgia, black pastors who are supposed to represent Jesus Christ, are telling people not to come to Georgia. That a voting bill that actually makes it fraud illegal, that actually requires people to show who's voting, that is racist against black people. Now, these are supposed to be pastors to Jesus Christ who said, forgive, lest ye be forgiven, who says there is no black or white church. There is no. See, so the church is broken as well. So please hear that it's everywhere. But this is what's going on. We've got to wake up. How about this one? Report. Mom admits she was having sex with husband while son was dying in a bathtub of horrendous injuries. March 30th, 2021, two days ago, Houston, Texas. Court records have revealed new, de- new details involving the death of an eight-year-old boy that was found dead inside a hotel with horrendous injuries. They reported that the mother of the young child told police she and her common-law husband, so get this, they're not married, just so you get it, but notice how they put it, common-law husband, were having sex while her son was dying. What? Tuesday night, March 23rd, around 11 p.m., police and firefighters responded to a possible drowning call at the Quality Inn and Suites off the West Beltway. Once investigators arrived on the scene, it was clear to them that there was more to what was being presented. Police said uh, Quintanye Helsendorf was found unresponsive with both new and old injuries, including patches of missing skin and deep ligature marks. Immediately following the news of the eight-year-old child's death, wow, it was just shocking, the police chief said, how this could happen to us. None of us, oh, this was the mother, uh, the grandmother. None of us knew what was going on because Keontae's mother was so short on the phone and every time we would talk to her uh, and Keontae, she would have her, his face covered or wouldn't see his face at all. We could just hear him in the background. That's stunning. The brutality of what happened. Once the, I, I, it's just stunning. We beat our kids to death. How about this one? 12-year-old boy abducted, raped, shot in face, and dumped on the side of the road. Suspect in custody. March 30th, two days ago, 2021. Authorities have arrested a suspect in connection with a heinous act on a 12-year-old Miami-area boy on Saturday. Police say that a suspect suspect abducted the unnamed child, raped him, so it was a male raping another male, and shot him in the face before dumping him on the side of the road. Bystanders discovered a bloody child wandering around a neighborhood in Miami-Dade and called the police. He's screaming, will someone help me, please? Will someone help me, please? And I'm telling you right now that I was in sorrow seeing leading up to this election, seeing I can't believe that we're going to go so far away from God. How can we vote for Biden in a party that their platform violates all the Ten Commandments. And then when it actually happened, three days after the election, when they finally gave it to Biden, I haven't watched the news since then. See, sorrow is the feeling of deep distress caused by loss, disappointment, or other misfortune. I had a lot of sorrow. But I can tell you honestly, about November 6th and since then, I've had despair. And despair 
is a deeper intensity of sorrow. It's the complete loss or absence of hope. It's to lose or be without hope. Despair, desperation, despondency, discouragement, hopelessness refer to a state of mind caused by circumstances that seem too much to cope with. And I'm telling you right now, the answer is us. We must be the change that we want to see in this world. We must go back. When Jesus was talking to the church in Ephesus in the Revelation, he says, you've lost your first love. We need to go back to the basics. We need to go back to what we learned in kindergarten, the basic rules. God, country, family, to be a good person, living a good life, and be kind to other people. That's the answer. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about not being a cockwomble, but still being aware. We'll be right back. Yeah, I'm afraid of America. I'm afraid of the world. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker, at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head, 
BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. You know, Quasimodo predicted all this. It's not getting better, it's deepening. It's true, it's true. (laughs) That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Oh, yeah, that's more Mr. Black style. A little headbang in there. I like it heavy, I like it hard, yeah. I am Mr. Black, and John's giving me some good tunes to lighten up the mood because we're going deep, we're going fast, and we're getting real. You can call me a lot of things, but one thing I want to make sure that you cannot prove that I am, and that is a cockwomble. Wrong! Uh, because uh, I don't own, yeah, I don't own the truth. Uh, I'm just working to figure things out. Remember, it was Jesus Christ who said, the truth will set you free. But first he said, and you will know the truth. Are you willing to know the truth? And whenever the Bible talks about no, they're talking about people who intimately wink, wink, nudge, nudge, elbow in the ribs, know each other. You know what I'm talking about? Do you make love to the truth? Do you get overly exposed to the truth to the point where sometimes it's uncomfortable? Well, if not, you need to tune into Like It Matters Radio an hour a day for an hour of power because I'll help you get a little uncomfortable. I'll introduce you to the truth. And the truth can be a nice lover, but boy, sometimes the truth can be a harsh lover. Uh, I learned a long time ago, amen means to affirm something. And I had a pastor tell me one time when you're listening to something, if you can't say amen, then maybe ouch is more appropriate. And there are a lot of things out there when I'm looking at the truth where I say uh, amen and ouch. Because it was Christ who said the truth will set you free, but it was a psychologist who added to that and said the truth will set you free, but first, it's going to make you a little miserable. Amen. You know what makes me miserable is we become such a racist country. You know, racism, by proper definition, not the made-up one. See, we're all using, uh, we're all, we're all uh, speaking the same language, but we're using different dictionaries. And I saw a slow a slide on Coca-Cola's diversity training. You've probably seen it on the Internet as well. And they want you to be less white. This is what Coca-Cola wants. To be less white is to, and they'll give you a list here, be less oppressive, because to be white is to be oppressive. To be less arrogant, uh, you cockwomble. Uh, to be less white is to be less arrogant, because I guess all white people are arrogant. To be less certain. So they want you to be confused. They want you to not believe in anything. They say be less certain. That's how you can be less white. Uh, be less ignorant because all white people are ignorant. We know that. Uh, to be more humble uh, because we're all wrapped up in pride, all white people are. To listen. Just shut up and listen. That's how you can be less white. Uh, to believe. Isn't that amazing? Believe. That's what they say, believe. Believe in what? The boogeyman? Jackalopes? unicorns or believe that all black people are victims and all white people are persecutors. Oh, that's what they want you to believe. Break with apathy. So again, if you don't agree with them, it's because you're pathetically apathetic. And then break with white solidarity because we all know white solidarity is everywhere, right? I mean, you can be proud to be a black person and you're just a, a proud black person. You can be proud to be Asian and you're just a proud Asian. 
But if you're proud to be white, you're a racist. And racism, by definition, the real definition, not the made-up one by the progressives, is using skin color as a determining factor. If I like you or don't like you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. If I want to hire you or not hire you because of your skin color, I'm a racist. If I want to fire you or keep you on because of the skin color, I'm a racist. If I want to share my bed or would never share my bed with you because of the color of your skin, right, you can finish the sentence. You know what it is. That's right. That's what it is. And yet, look at all the racism. And you know, that's what it really getting me. What we're seeing now over and over and over and over and over is whenever you hear racism, it's always intended. The, the meaning is white people doing this stuff. That's what they're talking about. So it's white people keep black people down. Uh, it is white people, right? There's all this uh, Asian uh, uh, assault going on, right? All this anti-Asian violence, all this racism. And the inference is it's white people who are losing their power, are losing their control, so they're putting down other people and abusing other people, right? I mean, you heard about it, right? Atlanta shooting, six of the eight people that were killed were of Asian descent women. And yet the guy who has nothing to lie about or hide about told you had absolutely nothing to do with race at all. It had to do with his addiction to porn, his perversion. And he would go to these massage parlors, who are supposed to be massage parlors, and he'd have sexual relations. And it was an addiction, and once you get to that addiction, it's hard to break free of that addiction. And a lot of people with pornographic addiction because we've been twisted and perverted so much through music, through movies, through TVs, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, Magic Mike. You know, I have uh, certain groups of Christians that would have women that would have uh, uh, watching parties and watching Fifty Shades of Grey and Magic Mike. I'm telling you right now, man, many will say, Lord, Lord, but Jesus will say, I never knew you. Man, the church is filled with apostates, fake Christians, people who just identify as Christian. Jesus said himself, if you love me, you'd keep my commandments. That's why I'm saying. How could you be a, a real, true follower of Jesus Christ and vote for a Democratic Party that violates all ten of the commandments? I mean, abortion on demand, cisgender bad, LBGQT is all great. I mean, little, uh, little Nas, right? Little Nas, his whole Satan shoes. And my wife was in tears yesterday and today because a friend of hers who think different politically, they got into a debate about this little discussion about this little Nas' shoes. And this woman went off and basically destroyed my wife's two days so far because she attacked her and said, oh, it's just you Christians uh, because he's homosexual, because he's gay, because he's a queer. That's what he's proud of being a queer. And like, what does that do? That has nothing to do with it at all. It has to do with the worship of Satan. But it's just stunning that we make stuff up, and then we believe it. And this woman's believing all these lies. So we heard this uh, thing that happened in Atlanta, and then we know a thing that happened in Boulder, Colorado. Now, Boulder, Colorado, there's a Syrian man, a brown man. But first he was called a white guy, and he's just another angry white guy. So the guy shooting was, was Muslim and was from Syria. And then if I saw you look at the picture, all ten people that were killed— all of them were white, but never a claim of racism at all. And yet six of the eight that were killed in Atlanta were Asian. Matter of fact, there was just a killing last night in, in California. Four people killed at a business complex. And in that article, 
they refer back to the two Boulder, the Boulder shooting and the Atlanta shooting. And the only one that they reference race was the Atlanta shooting. Now, this has nothing to do with race. We're talking about the four people killed. They said, well, in Atlanta, six out of the eight were killed, and it's because that Donald Trump was calling the coronavirus improperly the China virus. I mean, they actually said it was Donald Trump's fault, brought up race, never addressed race in the Boulder shooting, and never addressed race in this one. But had felt the need to put that, that Donald Trump made everybody hate Asian people. But here's the problem. None of it's true. You look at the majority of the stuff going on, and it's black people, people, brown people attacking Asians. This was thing in New York City, right? New York City, who is Brandon Elliott? Man charged with assaulting Asian American woman, that 65-year-old woman. Police in New York City have arrested a man suspected of attacking an elderly Asian woman. Brandon Elliott, 38, was charged with assault as a hate crime, attempted assault as a hate crime, assault and attempted assault. According to NBC News, Elliott is on lifetime parole. Ready for this? He was released from prison in 2019 for what? Well, that's easy. He killed his own mom in 2002. Listen to this. Yeah. But listen, Elliott was living at the Four Points by Sheridan. Have you ever been to the Sheridan, the Four Points? Oh, my gosh. This guy's a homeless guy. Fourth West 40th Street, a lifetime parole, killed his mom on parole. And yet he's living at the Four Point Sheraton, which serves as a homeless shelter a few blocks from the scene of Monday's attack. By the way, the 65-year-old woman had been walking in midtown Manhattan when a man kicked her in the stomach, knocked her to the ground, stamped on her head repeatedly outside apartment building. He also shouted anti-Asian slurs. And the sad part, the sad part, was people sought. Several bystanders were criticized after surveillance video from inside a building showed they witnessed the crime but did not intervene. One security guard was seen closing the building's door as a woman was on the ground. She said, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you do. You've got to help your fellow New Yorkers. This is what's happening in America. This is why we're in big trouble. Like the Bible says, we have grown cold. Our sins have separated us. We don't love each other. We don't even help someone in distress. We're so wrapped up in skin color. We're spitting in Jesus' face. We're spitting in Martin Luther King's face. And we're better than this, people. We're better than this. A righteous person will stumble seven times but get back up. But the wicked will stumble to ruin. It's time to decide. We could be the change that we want to see in this world. But it's time to step up. It's time to fight the lies. It's time to quit buying in the progressive Democratic Biden lies about all these race wars. We're better than that. Tune in for an hour a day so you get the power and the freedom that you need to fight the good fight. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's not getting better, it's deepening. It's true, it's true. <laughs> I have two dogs, Sam and Bailey, both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching, his paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing 
great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate, like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Ringing Liberty.